0: Before we hop into this episode we just wanted to let you know that the ppy podcast will be taking a two-week hiatus after this episode airs but we will be back so don't worry welcome to party party yeah the show that brings you all bts related news information discussion topics and more every wednesday at 7 p.m i'm tola I'm Mariah. I'm Taylor. And we are back with another episode. But on today's episode, we're bringing back a few of our favorite games and segments in celebration of J-Hope's birthday on February 18th. This week, we'll dabble in a session of Oh, Are You Late to the Jack in the Box album, where we'll be ranking the songs on the album and giving them a rating out of five. We'll also be taking some time to discuss the J-Hope in the Box documentary on Disney Plus in a session of Rerun BTS, a segment where we discuss any old variety shows, docu-series or more that the boys may have appeared in over the years. We'll also play a round of Mic Drop J-Hope Edition, a segment where we'll determine which of two options we would personally like to save and which one is unfortunately getting dropped make sure to grab a snack sit back relax and enjoy today's episode hello everyone welcome back we want to thank you all for returning for another episode of the ppy podcast okay (laughs) you guys are always going to get a little hoodle hoodle okay so let's start with this first session of the episode which is the oh are you late to the jack in the box album a segment where we take a past or present album from bts or its individual members and list each song from our most to least favorite please note these are our personal opinions, and although it's undeniable that BTS, or well, J-Hope in this instance, makes great music, some songs may not hold equal standing to their album counterparts, at least in our opinion, and that's okay. In addition, we will be rating each song out of five, which will be averaged to generate an overall personal album rating. So before we start, you guys know the drill. Who chose what song for who? So we're we'll gonna spice it up. Mariah, you go first.
1: Okay, so I think Taylor's top song is going to be Equal Sign. hmm And Tola, I was kind of going back and forth for you. Mm-hmm. But I, I can see your top song either being future. Mm-hmm. Arson, okay. but I'm going to go. Arson.
0: Okay. And Taylor.
2: Hmm. That's one I had a hard time figuring out for you too. Um. Let's see. I think for Tola, I'm gonna say. I gonna mm, see, I don't even know. I'm going to say Pandora's box.
3: Okay.
2: And Mariah, I'm going to say Arson.
0: Okay. Okay. So Mariah, I also said Arson for you. And then Taylor, I actually said future for you. Okay. So,
1: yeah. No one gets
0: anything right.
1: No one got mine.
0: Really, no one got mine.
1: Well, Mariah, you got mine. Oh, really, arson? So the thing was, you guys
0: each well done because I struggled with each of those songs. Mm-hmm. Like I okay. struggled with arson, I struggled with future, and I struggled with Pandora's box. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But arson came out on top. Okay, look at Taylor. You. What were yours?
2: It's so. Uh... Well, do you want to just go through my list then? Oh,
0: yeah. Okay. Like, are you okay. saying, like, sure or are, you saying
2: or are you asking if I, you got it?
0: Well, I mean, you should just tell us what your number one was and then go through the rest of your list. Okay. <laughs> so, my number one was Arson
2: as well. Oh, oh really? Oh, yeah. I, I didn't see that coming either. Yeah. I, this one was one I remember it stuck with me after, um, after going through like the whole album. And out of like, I know it was this one and, more were the two the first two he released before releasing the rest of the album Mm
3: -hmm. and
2: I definitely liked "Arson" over more for sure um and I think I definitely listened to it the most out of those two and then kept listening to it when I was listening to the the rest of the album so it definitely got up there on number one for me okay and also then to learning more about the song and I know he even talked about it in the Um, which I liked the way he described it in the documentary, which we'll get to, but he mentioned that it was talking about like his burning passion and about like letting his passion burn or whether he was going to turn it to ash, which it was a very good way of talking about that song and made it make sense. And I really liked that. So it's a good representation for him. So so I, so that's why that song ended up as like number one for me. Okay. Mm
3: -hmm.
2: And then for number two was Pandora's box. I think I'm, I think I'm sounding very similar to you, Tola. Um, uh, Yeah. Pandora's box. That was one too. I will say somewhere in my listening, it kind of, I feel like fell away a little bit, like it got lost. But then when I was like re-listening to more lately, I started to re-listen to that song and I was like, I don't remember the song as much, but I really like it. And then again, started diving more into the context behind it and like that it talked about him being a hope for, everybody around him yeah and it kind of felt more similar to him and his rapping style and kind of made me think of like yeah more j-hope's rapping style for sure
3: mm-hmm.
2: um number three it was future yeah so it was definitely up there this one made me think of more hope world his first album i think like this one equal sign i think were two that made me feel a little bit more towards his his hope world album Mm-hmm. Um, and but I also again liked the context of it being about his uh about the future and like navigating the future and everything.
0: Mm-hmm. It also, like, low key kind of felt like a proposal
2: song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I could <can> see it. <laughs> <laughs> and then number four was equal sign. Okay,
3: um,
2: I think this one was higher on my initial list. Listen um but again as I was going more into the songs and doing re-listens and stuff it kind of fell down just a little bit
3: wow.
2: but initially I think when I first started going through the album it was it was definitely a little higher on my list mm-hmm. um and then number five what was safety zone wow <laughs> this <Sorry>. one <laughs> why wow
0: Looks like
2: that's kind of low, in my opinion. Oh, sorry. I know. It was, It was like I said, it was really good. Um, Mm -hmm. But I think it, uh, I forget why it got so low. I don't know, like I said, I think just some of those other ones just ended up moving higher up. So it ended up lower on my list. But it's still a great song. And I liked that it talked about him, his safe zone. Like, where's his his safe zone? He's, like, trying to figure out where he feels safe. And I think that's such a great message to a lot of people, because I think a lot of people have that yeah I'm um, trying to figure out like where is my safe zone where do I go to when I need help or I'm not feeling I'm feeling low or something like where do I go to feel safe and then six was more I had a, a little bit of a hard time with this song just because it was very very different from yeah <laughs> his the rest of his music um and it was a little bit darker, had like a darker edge to it, which made it really hard for me to get into it. Um, but I, I liked that he tried something different. I think that was one thing that made it really great. And then, and it was, and I know he talked about wanting to find more of that different sound and different style, um, which I think he definitely got across for sure in that song. So
1: yeah out of all of them I think that's that's the one that um was the most different in his song yeah
2: Yeah, definitely and then my last two was what if and stop
1: okay okay yeah we're I think we're gonna have very different lists I I agree
0: uh, well, let me hear what yours sounds like first and then I'm going to tell you uh-huh. who I kind of align more with.
1: All right. So the top of my list, number one is Stop. I thought this song was so good. Not only the message, but also it was giving like, I don't know if you guys listen to Nas or, at all, but Nas back in like, the 90s, 1994, 1995, that type of beat in the background with, like, the drum and the, like, the kick drum, that's what it was giving to me, and I loved it. It was, like, old-school hip-hop vibe, but the meshes on top of it was really, really good. I don't know if you guys looked deeper into the lyrics, but it was basically Mm -hmm. saying, we are all born good Mm-hmm. And then our environment is what kind of changes us. And I've always had that kind of philosophy. You know, there's you know some things that go along with it, but uh, mo- I believe you know most people are born good, and then yeah, our environment
0: evil. I'm sorry. I said like nobody starts off evil.
1: Yeah, yeah, and our environment molds us to who we are today, and um in the background of the song too he has like different um little what are they called
0: like the the people talking like the radio yeah. And, yeah that was interesting and yeah. i'm going to like low key just throw a little thought in here cuz you brought it up Yeah um there was something in the song where it was like well somebody has to take responsibility for this or something like that it was just interesting to hear that because if you think yeah. about it that really is the mentality when something right. goes wrong everybody's like well somebody has to like
3: yeah
0: somebody's got to fall for this and that's part of the thing that like makes the situation and the people seem you know bad it's because mm-hmm. we're so ready to like pass off issue judgment or whatever right in, in hopes of just finding like somebody to assign the fault or issue to and exactly. i think that's part of the problem
1: yes exactly and i think someone gets arrested in the background too it was just a lot going on (laughs) so can
0: i tell you i was driving when i listened to this song and maybe it was there was certain pieces of instrument or sound or whatever he used that had me one thinking there was something wrong with my car two thinking (laughs) am i about to get pulled over like what is going on (laughs)
1: Yeah, it was it's so much packed, and uh, listeners, if you haven't dived into, like, the message behind it, go, like, look up English translation of lyrics and the meaning behind Stop, mm-hmm. but it's it's so good. So that's my five out of five top song on the album. Mm-hmm. Um, Then second song is Arson. So you guys were close. Mm-hmm. This was not number one. It's my number two. Also very different in his sound that we're used to, and- mm-hmm think um it was a kind of a blend so it was like he was bringing kind of that pop rock that we get from more but also a little bit of what we're used to and I think it made a really really good blend of mm-hmm. um, something new but something that we we love about j-hope mm-hmm. uh, then my third is more so I thought more was out of all of the songs was the most different um that's why it's so high on the list um, I like a a pop rock as well. I'm very diverse in type of music I like. So, um, I I liked the the sound of more, um, mm-hmm. and it was just different. Like he did that very very well. Um, interesting. You guys are talking about Pandora's Box because I agree. It was one that I like completely forgot about, and um, it when I did my re listen, that's when I was like oh, okay this song is like really good I think it um introduces his name like him, the meaning behind his name a lot mm-hmm. um what he thinks he um presudes as well and I think the intro the like I guess it's not a song but the prelude intro before gives a lot of great context to the song that comes after it so I kind of put those two together as my fourth and fifth. You need intro to start Pandora's box. Um, And I just thought it was really well thought out um, of a way of introducing himself.
3: Mm
1: -hmm. Okay, so my sixth uh, rank is music box reflection. I love the instrumental of this. I just wish he would have rapped on it. Mm -hmm. I was so mad that I didn't hear rap because the beat is so fire. And the the title of the song, when mm-hmm. you like reflection, mm-hmm. and this is just my mind running mm-hmm. because it does this. But I wish the song, What If, those lyrics, mm-hmm. the concept mm-hmm. of that song mm-hmm. was wrapped on the beat of music box reflection. And they would have called it music box reflection instead of what if that makes sense yes but i'm hesitant because the whole preface of the song of what if is like Mm -hmm. like what if i wasn't like given everything that i've you know given got in my life
0: yeah i don't know if i I really see what if as a reflective song and the only reason i say that or i'll let you finish and then when i talk about mine you'll understand why i didn't necessarily put what if or i wouldn't consider what if as a reflective song mm, okay oh, yeah you got so, you.
1: yeah so i just thought music box reflection had the one of the best beats on the album but mm-hmm. that was different because a, a lot of the other ones they were like the kick drum um like old school hip-hop vibe but mm-hmm. um It added a different element to it. So really like that. So that was my sixth. And then I guess one, two, three, my seventh was Future. It was good. Maybe wanted more from it. Mm -hmm. I really liked the beginning of the song um, with like the singing aspect to it. But after that, it kind of just started to sound like all the other ones. But I really liked the concept,
3: his Mm -hmm. lyrics,
1: what it was like, what it meant but it wasn't anything different. That's why Mm -hmm. I think it fell further down. And then I have kind of the last three. um, I guess you can rank them however, like eight, nine, 10. What if safety zone and equal sign? What if- Zone at the bottom? Yeah. So what if, like I said, great concept. Mm -hmm. I like how he dived into that, but like the- the beat the vibe of it was like the same thing we just like we already heard that yeah um i know he was trying to keep his album cohesive
0: comes
1: mm-hmm. um, to the sound of it but at some point it was kind of getting too similar mm-hmm. uh kind of same thing with safety zone mm-hmm. it was good to hear about it like i love the story he was trying to tell with all of his songs but like i said kind of sounded similar in beat and vibe it was giving the same thing equal sign safety zone sounded similar yeah it was just it was not it wasn't memorable to me okay. i remember more of what it meant mm-hmm. than the actually the song sounded like
0: okay that's fair yeah that's fair. that's
1: right um and then equal sign this was top of my list when i it first came out mm-hmm. and then as i listened to everything else i'm like eh, it's okay is it because you played it so much? Or you're kind of just looking back and you're
0: like, not feeling it?
1: I think it was kind of overhyped at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, and I kind of fell into that overhypedness. Mm-hmm. And then as I re-listened to everything else, he just has way better songs that's um, fair. for equal signs. So that's the last of my list. But overall, he still got a four four out of five on how good the album was, so.
0: Taylor, what was yours out of five? I don't remember.
1: Oh, I didn't say.
2: Um, Yeah, I'd give it a four out of five as well.
1: Okay, 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 okay. Okay, so
0: before we get into the the rankings, overall thoughts. Again, I agree with you, Mariah, it was giving that like 90s, a lot of the songs were giving the 90s throwback. Mm-hmm. It was even giving first-generation K-pop, like them Seotaji and the Boys vibes. That is what, like, that was my first thought when he was rapping, when the beat came in. That was the first thing I instantly thought of was first-generation K-pop. Mm-hmm. And it made me happy when, and we'll talk about this when we get to the rerun BTS segment. But it made me happy when Jay hope said RM listened to it and he said it reminds him of like the olden days. Mm. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, that was definitely the vibe that I got. And if that's what he was trying to deliver, he did a great job. I agree. Now, when we're getting into the nitty gritty of our rankings, my number one was Arson. absolutely loved it. It was first of all, low-key activating the the dormant pyromaniac
3: in me. Oh,
0: no. The dormant <laughs> he was like, burn. I was like, no. Well, no. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> but I also liked what I got from the meeting was that it was somewhat of a double-edged sword um, when it came to that checklist or Taylor, as you said, passion mm-hmm. because of the fact that you could be so passionate about something, but then you can burn out. Yeah. Or you can like ride through that passion and you're loving it. You're on pace, you're on par, it's great. So I really liked the message. I liked his tone. I liked the delivery. Mm -hmm. I thought he was very strategic with his lyrics and with the beat and how he put everything together. Yeah, and I also felt that he also had fun with it. Like you know how you can be strategic, and you can tell the artist wasn't having fun because they were thinking too much. Yeah, I feel like he was genuinely just putting his soul in burn.
1: Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm.
0: So that's that. My number two is safety zone, and that's why I was looking at you all a little funny <laughs> when you really? was in the bottom. <laughs> yes. <sighs> um, with safety zone. Um, Uh, It reminded me of a search through the noise and pollution to find something constant and Taylor, as you said, consistent. It just felt like a home-based song, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. And I am, I don't know if you guys picked this up as time goes on, but I'm a sucker for songs that just make me feel safe and like I can just recenter myself. Yeah take a beat and then go back into the crazy. Cause y'all know like when the beat comes in, I'm there. That's why Arson got me. (laughs) Picked me up by my bootstraps and said, come here girl. But I like the trade-off of having something that has me thinking and just going back through and considering where I am. Am I happy? Am I comfortable? Am I calm? Am I tranquil? And that's what Safety Zone gave me. So I liked that those were both five out of five songs another five out of five and the next one on the list was future for me okay future and let me say now this goes back to your point Mariah with music box and um that reflectiveness that you got from what if Mm -hmm. I actually got a sense of reflection from arson and safety zone And I will say more. Those were the songs where I believed that J-Hope sat down and he's like, okay, I want to reflect on where I've been, where I am, how I'm getting there. What if is more so like a consideration song, not necessarily reflection, because for me, if I'm considering reflection, it's like, what have I actually done? How did I get there? How did I achieve it? But what if is more so, well, what could I do? What would I have done? So it's like considering different scenarios in my mind, but I definitely understand the sense of reflection because in a sense, it still pulls you back to the, okay, well, this is where I am, and this mm-hmm. is what i did you know mm-hmm. so that that being said that was where the reflective piece came in my number three was future that was also a five out of five song that one was i liked how he basically said i'm not gonna look back i'm just gonna look ahead mm-hmm. i liked that and i feel like future was a promise a proposal song like i i will do this i am gonna do this type of thing yeah So I I enjoyed that. My number four, another five out of five was the intro-Pandora's Box. I also put them together. Mm. It's an origin story song for me. It was genius to have the story of Pandora's Mm. Box and then go into J-Hope's Pandora's Box and who he
1: is to us-who he is to the world. Right, I loved it. I agree. And I think it would have been higher probably on all of our lists if it was mm-hmm. a little bit more hype. Yes. So like it was a little mm-hmm. subtle. Yes. And when you're introducing yourself, like this is the meaning behind me. Um, It should have been a little bit more hype. And I think that's what made, at least for me, it fall down a little bit. I agree.
0: <laughs> I, agree. I feel like the message was very good, but the, as you said, the beat didn't take it. It didn't take mm-hmm. it to the top. So I enjoyed that though, Pandora's box was very good. And it is something that I do think I would go back and listen to multiple times. Yeah. My next one and my last five out of five on the list was actually more. It was that song that basically portrayed that need to go further and to, you know, want it all, but also with that constant realization and reminder that money and fame isn't everything.
3: Mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. it's
0: like mm-hmm. I want more and more but I'm also going to be cognizant and savvy of the fact that having more isn't going to give me that ultimate goal of achieving happiness and a, a piece of self or a sense of self right so I really did enjoy that and plus I feel like the beat on more ate I enjoyed it, did. it. I- <laughs> <laughs> it really did mm-hmm. and I think it's This whole album, in general, reminds me of um, his early era, like, one verse and just things of that nature, like, Hmm. the beat. Okay. Yes. Yes, that's, (laughs) yes. (laughs) I don't know how to describe that, but I feel like it was more so the beat that reminds me of his earlier eras. It's something that he's kept through him. So if I hear a song by J-Hope, I'm like, uh, you know, I know that's J-Hope without even having to hear who's rapping on it. Yeah. Um, so my first four out of five song was Stop. This was the one that really reminded me of that 90s vibe, the Taji and the boys first generation influence and I also did think the lyrics and just the mentality and the headspace it puts you in was very interesting and mm-hmm. not like the interesting where you're like that's interesting it was the interesting where it's like hold on I need to think about this real quick right? i need to consider <laughs> my view on the world and how i perceive things mm-hmm. you know so i, I did enjoy that um i definitely felt like it was a good song but it just did not necessarily compete with the aforementioned songs. Mm
3: -hmm.
0: My next four out of five song was Equal Sign. I enjoyed Equal Sign. I thought it was just very relaxing and calming. It was a feel good song with a wonderful message. Um, It's one of those things that encourages you to find common ground instead of finding out what makes me different from you and you different from me and what makes you blue and me green. It's like mm-hmm. let's find something that we have in common. Yeah, and learn to mm-hmm. love and be kind from that commonality. Yeah. yeah. So I love message. The the flavor that the beat was delivering isn't necessarily like my favorite thing in the world. So that's why it wasn't as high. But the message is great. Yeah, message was up there with um people killing people, dying, children hurting, even crying. Okay, right. So, That's all I'm saying on that. My next one was What If. I did enjoy What If, but it just didn't really stick out as much Mm -hmm. as the other ones did. Yeah, Yeah. I
3: agree. You know,
0: and then I enjoyed the music box. I didn't rank it just because it didn't have lyrics on it, but it was refreshing. And plus it went back and tied in the theme of a little Jack in the Box. I can imagine myself cranking it and just hearing that tune. That would be a dope tune to have come out of a little jack-in-the-box, but mm-hmm. yeah. I so.
2: don't know. That can't, the reason I didn't rank it is it kind of creeped me out a little bit. Really? <laughs> I thought
1: it was so good.
2: It was good, but I, I don't know why. It just gave me a little bit of vibes of a creepy attic, and you just hear this thing playing. <laughs> the tune playing. Sorry, that's just Me
0: throwing me. it back in fear.
2: <laughs> but if I try not to think of it in those terms, I try to be like, okay, nope, that's it it's it's good
0: <laughs> that's that's fair also i have a question about my number 2 song which was safe Song, which is a reminder whose vocals are those i wanted the same thing those vocals ate down they were good okay if y'all know who was singing who who gave their vocals please let me know that's just a personal question you know i'm like up. The-
1: I might have mixed up Safety Zone and Future then. Really? Yeah. Well, that was
0: my number two and number three, so I promise you I'm gonna be biased in helping you try to figure it
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, Now that I'm thinking about it, because the one that sounded kind of like an R&B at the beginning, and it's like the girl singing. Uh-huh. That's that Safety Zone or Future?
0: Um, I believe that's Future, I, Safety I Zone. Line
1: let me let me let me let me i didn't make- mix it up then i'm lying
0: because there's one i'm talking about the vocals at the end of safety zone
1: oh oh, okay okay never mind
0: yeah because i feel like in the beginning of safety zone it's him okay, okay. never mind yeah no, no no i'm pretty sure it's Jay hope in the beginning of safety zone so yeah but whoever's vocals were that and i'm pretty sure it was a male vocalist in safety zone okay then yeah yeah okay but yeah so out of overall i had a 4.5 out of five
1: okay yeah so we're all kind of ranging yeah i think our
0: lists were pretty different
1: they were and we we usually kind of are on the same page about i think most of these albums so
0: i feel like Um, you and taylor are on the same page i'm just like a little oddball
1: (laughs) Well, i guess i would say different on this one we're very yeah we're all very different on this one yeah, but all I think of us
3: are,
1: previously yeah, yeah. like at least one of our lists would match up a little bit like yeah. maybe it's we all have the same top five but in different orders mm-hmm.
0: yeah. yeah yeah that's true okay all right Wow that wraps up this segment if there was a ranking you really agreed with or disagreed with please politely tell us why using the hashtag hashtag bts army stories ppy on twitter and make sure to follow us on instagram and or twitter at ppy underscore podcast let us know how you would have ranked the album in this segment
2: let's move on to our next segment, Rerun BTS, a segment where we'll be discussing J-Hope's docuseries J-Hope in the Box. This discussion will include any notable highlights, funny moments, and anything we wish to recall from the documentary. What did you guys think of the documentary?
0: I enjoyed watching it. It was different. Originally, going into it, I thought it was going to be like Jimin's um, diary. Yeah pleasantly Mm -hmm. surprised
1: when it was different yeah because you watched it later right yeah so me and Taylor um if I can remember correctly we watched it before Jimin so when I was rewatching, I was like oh I kind of wish we got you know some of what Jimin was doing like each song and the production of it it's maybe a more of a mix um so, rewatching, I realized it was more of just kind of him leading up to Lollapalooza. Mm-hmm. Do you remember
0: which one came first? Was it Jimin's? Well, yeah, it would have been J Hope's. Yeah, it was yeah. J
1: Hope's, then Suga's, then Jimin's, right? Yes. Yeah.
0: Interesting. I wonder why. Or maybe it was just like their their comfort. You know, everybody films different. So maybe Jimin's yeah. was just really comfortable with having the studio. But I feel like J Hope wasn't as sedentary i feel like jamin has no problem being sedentary but i feel like j-hope was like all right i'm not trying to i'm not trying to just sit here for for a while
1: yeah um but i i enjoyed it as well um i thought it was cool to get inside of the behind the scenes of Lollapalooza and mm-hmm. really seeing how j j-hope works um in that environment of being the boss <laughs> like mm-hmm. kind of controlling each aspect of it um mm-hmm. in the beginning we got we get um him saying i think he was asking like bang pd or something if he could help and bang pd was like you're on your own <laughs> let me know if you need anything <laughs> um so i thought that was that was cool it's his first time to, you know staging everything it's yeah. all
2: yeah, I definitely like, thought that that was interesting and thought that that was definitely, a, that had to be very stressful for sure to take on everything. I mean, granted, obviously had a team, but he was yeah. the one making all the decisions and had the final say. Yeah.
0: I agree, but I also wonder if he would have been reluctant to let that go and put that in somebody else's hands because watching him and watching how detailed he was in each of those processes that needed to be planned he was like very much hands-on right yeah so oh, i yeah. cannot imagine him wholeheartedly entrusting this this uh, uh what is it called the listening party and all that stuff to somebody else because it's essentially his first baby too right
2: oh yeah that's the saying so I, I just i commend friend. him for it
0: that was that, that oh yeah 100 but like I, I can't remember, it was either you or um, Mariah that said it, but he was asking for for help from Bang PD and Bang PD's like, well, you know what? Here you go, let me know. Mm-hmm. But now thinking about it, like, do you believe he would have just entrusted it to somebody else?
1: Oh, no, not at no. all. Cause if you think about it too, like with his members when they're doing like BTS stuff, Mm-hmm. he's always very particular about mm-hmm. how things look like he's always saying "Okay, right let's do it again let's do it again let's mm-hmm. do it again so I feel like he would never really release that control but I mean what artist really does in in hindsight with you know their baby yeah. it's like yeah you know,
0: and you, that just tells you how much p- more passionate they are about you know their product or their project right. because yeah. he on top of it, calling all his friends, signing the fact that that man signed each little goodie, bag, mm-hmm. goodie okay. box, yes. handed them out to people himself. Yep. Like, J-Hope was like, this has my name on it. Therefore, I'm going to be involved in every nook, cranny, and crevice of it. Mm-hmm. I respect that. Definitely, yeah. And he did. I also respect the fact that he didn't. I mean, yes, it was stressful. And he, he talked about that to an extent, but I don't think he really let that stress like weigh on him or stop him or debilitate mm-hmm. him or slow him down. Right. I I don't, well, I
2: don't know about, I don't know about. I would say it didn't stress him or- like, No, I
0: mean, yeah. we know like, it's stressful and or, like he talked about it, but I don't think it was really something that just like took yeah. him out of his element. He was well, still- Well, I know he he talked
2: about, well, it was like, I know he talked about, it was more in a, I think it was more in a live stream- for sure that he was saying that he was really starting by towards the end of it, right up to Lollapalooza. He was mm-hmm. really getting into a dark place um, oh, really? and having, yeah. And Jimin coming, um, he said, I was in a very dark place. And when you came, like you were like a light. Oh time. yeah. You'll
0: have to um, so, let us know what that live stream was. They, they filmed it
2: right after Lollapalooza. It was uh-huh. him and J, um, Jimin in the uh, hotel room right after Lollapalooza and they were and they were talking and it was funny because Jay hope first was like on the screen and then two seconds later he's like he's like oh yeah look who's here with me and then pops out jimin so it was like, mm-hmm.
0: and yeah i i feel like he just did not let that show because i did not get that impression from the um the video yeah. so it's nice to know that he was very transparent about that but i feel like that just further point he didn't let that like show on him or debilitate him because for me if i'm stressed you're gonna see it. The person on mm-hmm. the street's gonna see. It. Everybody's gonna know it. They're gonna see it in the way that I walk, mm-hmm. because I, I'm just not somebody that can handle stress. Even if I'm stressed out, you'll know I'm stressed out. Yeah. So I feel like that was kind of cool. It was very professional to see him in that that light, where he could easily just change um, change jobs and become an event coordinator if he wanted to.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um. But as we like, I guess, get through it, um, he starts talking about how the album is showing his more mature side. And we kind of talked about it when we were doing our ranking Mm -hmm. because he's kind of doing everything on his own. He wanted to show a different side of him. And then we go into um, him making Arson, which was really cool. Mm -hmm. Um, Him going back and forth, couldn't put lyrics down for a while. And then like the different, you know, aspects of recording the ad-libs and things like that, I thought that was interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I
0: also like that he mentioned that basically this album was reflective of the problems that he was going through. And to be honest, I could tell from like listening to the, the album, I think he communicated that very well, but he like continued to push himself because he said, you know, that's who I am yeah to work through yeah. the issue
1: yeah um, and then we kind of get into um him visiting his parents which i thought was so cool to kind of see him interacting with his i think it was his parents house right yeah, mm-hmm. his house. yeah. Uh,
0: a nice house
1: yeah yeah i rock. Like didn't see that with the other members so um, yeah
0: the hope world wa- rock
1: yeah <laughs> he's like yeah oh, father hope or something <laughs> he's like my dad got a new rock
0: and then
2: he's like Hope World. <laughs> But I also
0: yeah. liked how I'm wondering if the bamboo forest was like near his home,
3: or
2: oh,
0: something. Because oh. he like picked out. I don't know. Maybe I'm I'm mixing up the parts, but he he referred back to the bamboo forest and he mm-hmm. had like pictures. Oh yeah, it. Mm-hmm. or maybe he was showing his mom or something his trip. But
2: no, yeah, I think I think he did do the bamboo forest while he was there. That did something. He find
0: that forest that was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! But yeah. yeah. That was nice. And it was very cool to see all his pictures.
1: Right, mm-hmm. his mom yeah. was cracking me up because yes. I was like, "Same girl. If we need yes. to buy more stuff, we'll make room."
2: Yes, <laughs> she. Yeah, she was so cute. She's like, yeah, just "Give me it all." She's like, "I'll find room. I'm not
0: throwing anything out. We'll, just, we'll find more room for it all."
2: That's but that nice.
0: is the definition of a mother's love, because. Mm-hmm. Yes our moms are hoarders of their child stuff Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. give me that both
1: army bombs yeah
0: (laughs) she literally had like a whole case
2: just
1: full of all
2: j-hope and i feel
0: like she probably has a mini like section for each of the other members too as her adopted sons (laughs)
2: yeah Yeah. right She was so cute, though, too, with just being like, if any of them need to be fattened up, she's like, please just send them my way.
0: That's how I knew. I was like, oh, she adopted them kids. Yeah. Those are her children. Yep,
2: Exactly my thought, too. It was like, she is a mother for sure. She has adopted all of the members.
3: (laughs) So cute.
0: I also like how he was talking about, because I was around the time that he was saying that, you know, everybody was, they're on hiatus, everybody's doing their different things, but it didn't necessarily feel different for him hmm kind of just felt like same old same old which i don't know if i i'm like okay that's great for me at least i thought that was great because it's like he's not out of his or of comfort he's in that safety zone if i may <laughs> draw out a song name <laughs>
2: <laughs> moving on to the listening party oh my gosh y'all!
1: Was, oh my gosh. i love that yes Can like I seeing that whole you,
0: process i saw one of my favorite no a few of my favorite people there First of all, he had a first gen queen come out to his listening party. And you know what? She was on Suga's Deshita. He talked about it. He was talking about J-Hope's okay. listening party. So it like connected to me and I was like, oh, this is the infamous <laughs> listening party. Only to see Zico. Zico? Right? I forgot they had right? a friendship, yo. Yeah, we saw him a couple times. They panty- almost fell out my chair. Time. <laughs> Almost fell on a chair, talked about Kim or uh, Um Jung Kwa. Look, and then Sun Me was there. I was happy. And then they played airplane. I don't know if it was, air, it was airplane part. No, they played airplane. Yeah, it was, had yeah, airplane, it was just airplane. Airplane mm. part two. Yes. I was like, look at this. And all his hard work, even to have the, what was it called? The little um, jack in the boxes for the people.
1: Oh yeah, it was so cool. The the food was fire, like literally mm-hmm. on fire. Yeah, like, was just, it was, like, literally on fire. Yeah. <laughs> it was so cool to see that like aspect. Cause I'm sure they all have listening parties, but we never got to see that before. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So was, that was dope.
0: And but, I feel like listening parties are very intimate mm-hmm. uh, events. Mm-hmm. So in or like for him to actually be like, yeah, I want to record this and I want to put it out for people to see. That's actually very cool. Yeah. I think because I would still be kind of iffy and I would want my peers' reaction first before I even put exactly. it out there, anyways.
1: You know, yeah, I think too, like, if you think about it, your family and friends are the people like that you probably their opinion means more to you, if that makes sense. So, like, mm-hmm. who's probably the most nervous, you know, showing them the album and like what their thoughts were.
0: I 100% agree, yeah. and I think that was a great like transition into them the La prep because it was like okay he had that confirmation that mm-hmm. meant, you know just the security from his friends and family that what I created is good and if yeah. it's good for them then it's good for me
3: yeah
2: and I will when he went to do the rehearsals for La Palooza I thought it was interesting how he called back to like where he was having the rehearsal was where they had performed during their Red Bull tour. Yes. Yeah. He was like, oh, this is, we've actually performed here, and now I'm just rehearsing here. Mm-hmm. So.
1: And we love the diversity of the group, you know.
0: Love it. He looked mm-hmm. like he was having fun, too, and I just love the camaraderie and the connection that he was building with the backup dancers and just everybody on set. Because, mm-hmm. you know, those are the people that he was going to have to become familiar with and comfortable with. Right. So it just seemed very nice to see that process take take root. Yeah. I also yeah. um wanted to say that Jay Hope in the baggy black outfit with the curly brown hair Fire.
1: Fire. excuse me. Fire.
0: <laughs> I said sir. No so words
1: needed. I agree. What? Yeah.
0: So yes. this this might be the look before i thought it was the platinum blonde d or j hope but something about the longer brown chocolate hair with the baggy color. This iconic. might iconic the one okay yeah to be continued Fine. because we might say this about j hope <laughs> in a different outfit
1: <laughs> and then it meets you get to like the day of Lala and he's meeting J. Cole. Do
0: you know, I almost fell out my chair. Me
1: too. Girl,
0: you know who my favorite rappers are, right? Yes. And Mr. Cole is on yeah. the list. Now, when I tell you my 2023 iTunes like top listen songs, the song is on there. It made the top 20. Yeah
1: yeah i i love that you could tell how giddy he was i would have been giddy too but like
0: i was gonna say j-hope did better than me because i would have like passed out but then when right. he walked away he let out a little fangirl <laughs>
1: <laughs> and jim is like i'm so proud of you
0: <laughs> right that would have been us
2: <laughs> well, like, and then on top of that there's that language barrier so he's also like trying to communicate how much he loves right. this guy with also an actual language barrier between the mm-hmm. two Right.
0: And J. Cole was just happy to be there. J. Cole's like, hey, buddy, like, I'm proud of you. And j Hope trying not to explode.
1: Same <laughs> <way>. <laughs>
0: right. Oh my goodness. That was fun. Man.
1: So yeah, so overall, I thought it was a great, you know, look of his performance. He executed it so well. Um, and I like how we went back and forth of rehearsing and then him on stage actually doing it. Mm-hmm. To even think about, um, I don't know if it was his team or him that brought it up, but adding Dynamite or some type of uh, English, you know, song to mm-hmm. it, so, because everyone was going to be listening to his album, and they,
0: they wanted want to add nice some
1: type movie. of engagement to it. Yeah. Um, I
0: was just about to say that, too, actually. I like this version of Dynamite, the beat. Tropical. Yeah. Yeah, it was the oh, tropical man. version. Oh, that's nice. I don't think I'd ever heard that before. Do they have that? Like Did as they, a
1: Didn't they do that at, at Shiwuzu? Wasn't that where they introduced it? I don't know, but I remember they have a couple dynamite versions. So
0: No, and I never heard the tropical one before.
2: Yeah, I was thinking well, there was like a version that. of it in Shiwuzu, but I can't remember.
1: Yeah. And so also it was like the thought of that, like he was thinking about his audience and um being aware of that. So it was cool. Mm-hmm.
0: Also, quick, I guess, backtrack, but Jamin playing the ultimate bystander was great when Becky G came yes. in. Yes. He, he went from one clip where he was just standing in the background and then it cut to another clip where all of a sudden he had sunglasses. Yes. He just standing with his hands on his hip. He looked like somebody's daddy waiting yes. for him to finish whatever they was doing so everybody could go. Yeah. yeah, or I was it like, I think that
2: it was more like the friend that it's like when the
0: friend meets their friend, but you're not their friend. You're like right. you're just gonna no, stand here be. and wait for you to finish your conversation, and you can right because she gave Jay Hope a hug and everything. That they were like, hi, like no, that's my friend, and they're like, no, 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 that's my friend. yeah
1: I was dying in the background. I'm like, what is Jimin yeah. doing?
0: He just looks so awkward. <laughs> it was so awkward. I was like, "Dang, okay. I hope you can't you can't integrate my boy into the conversation." Right. He literally just standing there. But it was nice. It was so funny. Mm-hmm. Totally
2: agree. So,
0: yeah, that's that was it for me.
2: Oh, I will say, like, I know he talked about at one point he was worried about like his stamina during the concert because it was an hour and a half long
3: performance ish.
2: Yeah. So, oh, well yeah it was nice
0: for one song I think he got to just like stand and sing Mm -hmm. you know which was nice I think it was like somewhere in the middle so he didn't have to necessarily give us the full 26 count Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) sorry
2: yeah and he had just mentioned that you know usually when he gets uh when he goes on stage he has the other members to help Boosts his energy and give him they like feed off each other and get that synergy and everything so he had to kind of figure out how to do that on his own which I
0: thought yeah but that's that's why I said it was really nice that he we could see him building that connection with his backup dancers and the people on the set because mm-hmm. I feel like him creating that connection with them allowed him to get that synergy from somewhere and not necessarily just the crowd. Cause I mean, that crowd was on it, especially one oh, yeah. song was so beautiful. Their vote, maybe it was future where the, their vocals came in and he was singing back and forth a call and response, but I'm, I'm pretty sure it was future, but I feel yeah. like he was able to find what he might've been missing from his members, from mm-hmm. the people on stage and the people. off.
2: Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. I mean, he did great, so he definitely found it somewhere. But yeah, I just know that that was where he was before. That was like before he went on stage. He was like mentioning that, and,
3: mm-hmm. but
2: he definitely, yeah, he definitely found some, found it somewhere because he he did awesome. And one, la- one last one less overall point I had too was that I just I had to look up. He was the first South Korean uh, artist to headline at Lollapalooza. That's
3: awesome. So, that is awesome. Yeah. So he
2: gained that title. That wraps up this segment. If you had any thoughts or opinions on the documentary and would like to share, please use our hashtag at BTS Army Stories PPY on Twitter and Instagram and let us know.
1: So our final segment is going to be one that i hope you are familiar with this segment is called might drop Um, this is when we're going to take two completely random bts related options in this case they're going to be you know j-hope edition and we're going to determine which one we would like to save and then which one will unfortunately get dropped so our categories this time will be J Hope's eras, J Hope's phrases, and J Hope's hair color. So who would like to go first?
0: We can we can start with his eras. Um, mm-hmm. When we do eras, let's try to think more, lean more so on the verse he delivered, his overall presence okay. in that era. Right. So. his his bars or vocals, his presence and his agility, if that makes sense. So like dancing and all that stuff that will comprise the era.
1: Okay. I know sometimes it's hard because I think I focus mostly on presence a lot. Mm -hmm. I I forget. But
0: I feel like when we focus on presence with eras in the past, we go back to hair and it's like we're already doing hair. (laughs) Oh, uh, makes sense. <laughs> so it's like yeah. and look, it yeah. like what he presented musically, mm-hmm. and then how mm-hmm. that coupled with his presence mm-hmm. and his dancing created that era. So makes makes let's sense. say Wings okay. versus. Ooh, why did I set myself up? Just one day, <laughs> Wings
1: versus. Oh, so let me
0: let me not say Wings because I guess that's a. Um, or not, not just one day. I'm sorry. That would be um, what is it? School love affair era versus wings era. Like, okay.
1: Yeah. Um. Let me think. So wings, we get from him. We get mama. Yes. Okay. And we get boy meets evil. Yeah. Alice oh and then we get a cypher mm-hmm. and j-hope's cypher four verse mm-hmm. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Mm-hmm. okay so mm-hmm. the school
0: um,
3: yeah. love affair the...
0: Cipher in school love affair you get spine breaker j-hope yeah boy in love just one day mm-hmm. so it's i feel like it's somewhat soft until you get to the cypher in spine breaker but Wings was more of his suave era. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Might be an innocent, soft era.
1: I'm going to save Wings and drop School love Affair because I think S- Wings was like, you know, like you said, like J-Hope kind of knew, okay, he's starting to get like sexy, like he, and he knows it type mm-hmm. of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And
0: I, also vocally and rap wise he started to play around with how he delivered
1: yes because the cypher
0: yeah he ch- he would change it switch it mm-hmm. up you know and i think wings was where i was the most surprised by j-hope because of his um
1: it is a duality his verse mm-hmm. versatility i agree and we get the dance break of um what is it boy what did i say earlier boy meets evil boy meets evil and i swear he participated i'm sure there's other choreographers but blood sweat and tears choreography mm-hmm. and he Made some of that stuff up too which was iconic so
0: tay what are you saying yeah, yeah I, i'm
2: i'm saving wings and dropping a school up, up there
0: okay okay now we're gonna go into song comparisons so we have um dna j-hope
3: mm-hmm.
0: versus fire j-hope
1: Ooh. Mm-hmm. That's, that's hard because when i think of those two songs i don't think j-hope that makes sense i think of another one no, no, that's
0: perfectly fair because i i don't think he was the standout in those two songs either
1: mm-hmm.
0: but when I think between them and which J-Hope I think delivered more it would have been DNA J-Hope I feel like and we're going back to talking about like his duality mm-hmm. he had like a very like playful side in DNA but then he mm-hmm. also had low-key a sexy side But in Fire, I think it was like goofy and like, I don't wanna necessarily say (sighs) like hoarse or rough, but it was just a little like in, in a fun type of unkempt in Fire, but I think I prefer the duality of DNA more.
1: I'm gonna go DNA, Solely based off of that, I felt like DNA was like brighter, like maybe '90s attire, like neon, mm-hmm. yeah, and that like fit him very well. Mm-hmm, like, yeah, jersey, yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the fun yeah. vibe. Of it. So I'm gonna go DNA as well.
0: But then I think he also flipped to sexy too. Whenever they had the, that room, it might have been like a white room. Where it was like the the blue light background or whatever it was. So terrible at explaining this, but it's like <laughs> they dance in the end. Mm. Gotcha.
1: Where they're doing it, la 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 mm-hmm. la la la. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah I have definitely save DNA because what I was
2: saying about how. You don't think of J-Hope with those songs. I think more J-Hope in DNA. Like I can think more of his parts specifically in his dance moves, like coming out more in in
0: DNA than in Fire. Okay. So my next question would be, do you enjoy the, what is it? Spring Day era. What was that era called? You Never Walk Alone. Yeah. You Never Walk Alone era. Mm J-Hope. Or would you prefer the "Love Yourself" tear era, J Hope?
1: Love yourself tear. I knew you always
0: say that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Hands down, because you know what—that photo book. Mm-hmm. I know there's different versions, but the one, the version where they're in like it's mostly like black aesthetic, black and white aesthetic. Mm-hmm. Fire okay um, just off his looks and then to love yourself tear we, we get you know Dior J-Hope mm-hmm. um, doing tear uh that's what I think of when I hear that's it. honestly
0: why I said the error I almost said the song <laughs> tear versus something like spring day but I was like let me broaden it because yeah the Dior alone was already gonna tell me what your answer was,
1: <laughs> but Spring Day was good too. I think Spring Day we got one of like his youthful, oh
0: soft, of, soft J look. Yeah. That's why I'm going with the "You Never Walk Alone" era.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Y'all know it's very close to my my era of choice.
3: Yeah, yeah. yeah. And there's just you know, something I,
0: about yeah. that boyhood innocence that I think J Hope portrays or um, portrays very well.
1: Yeah. It, um, yeah duality is unmatched yeah mm-hmm. yeah but yeah no I, I, I'd have to say
2: love yourself Tier J hope
0: mm-hmm. I agree. never walk alone encompasses wings sorry so that's <laughs> why I'm...
1: yeah true this is true
0: okay um now my question is do you like and these these might be a little hard because it's going to be kind of similar War a hormone or boy in love? One mm. is again, now we're going back to the I feel like they're both very like he gave us like the nitty-gritty, like I'm in this hip hop ish, but I'm also like a kid in school vibe for yeah. me. Mm-hmm. His his dancing was clean, it was. I mean, J-Hope's dancing is always clean, so it's hard to say his his um, agility because the man is agile, okay? I don't, know,
1: that's hard, I don't remember his warm hormone, um, like, heart.
0: It was very, like, punk. It was, it was, I feel like it was more of, like, I don't want to say spoken, but it kind of felt like he was speaking the rap rather than how we've heard him before.
1: Hmm that's hard come back to me because all i think about when i think boy in love j-hope is like the awkward haircut and i can't go over that (laughs) (laughs) but i can't remember his part in like war hormone specifically right now so come back to me Yeah. Mm i know i'm trying to think um
2: i would say boy in love though because i think that definitely like stands out more to me
1: overall I agree with you oh. yeah okay I'll go bone boy in love too because I can't remember the war form mm-hmm.
0: okay okay and then our last one this is going to ask you time and time again the hard question of do we like black swan or do we like blood sweat and tears No, it wasn't Black Swan and Blood, Sweat, and Tears that we matched up last time.
2: It was Black Swan and Fake Love. It was Black Swan.
0: Well, let's do Black Swan and Blood, Sweat, and Tears, because I feel like they give the same sexy swab vibes. I feel like J-Hope slid on the track in the exact same manner, if I'm being real. And I feel like he was serving in dance in both of them.
1: Yes, but Blood, Sweat, and Tears, J-Hope? I can't. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, I don't know yeah. what he was on, but he was on somebody's toy. Okay. right
1: mm-hmm. I yeah, blood sweat and tears, hands down, I would save for him.
0: I think that might have been his breakout era for a lot of people that they yeah. were been a brand. Was new. Different. Yes. Yes. And I dare I say, give blood, sweat, and tears, give the song to him. That might be his song. Mm-hmm. Jimin, mm-hmm. um, I mean, yes, Jimin ate, but yeah. like j ho devoured. I'm sorry, he did.
1: But as much as Jimin, though, yeah, I, I yeah,
0: the hungrier eat than ate, ma'am. <laughs>
2: no, I have to agree with the Jimin thing. I think Jimin was a little, <laughs>
0: just a little more on that one. But then Jimin was like, ooh, he
1: knew yeah. what He was doing.
0: He did. They both did. They both did. But well, we'll have to agree to disagree, but mm-hmm. I'm going to go ahead and give it to J-Hope in terms of blood, sweat, and tears for this segment. I agree. Yes. yes.
1: I agree. For All sure.
0: right. Sure. That was fun.
1: Great. So I will do hair color then. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so coming out straight off the gates, Swozu White, J-Hope, mm-hmm. or yet to come black mullet with the blonde streaks, J-Hope. Yeah, we're going to go with the white. The blonde streaks are cool, and I did compliment them in the last podcast,
0: but it's not competing.
1: The white, I agree. Yeah, no, I agree as well. The white. That white hair,
2: that so blue. Right? I mean, plus, I already said last time, I'm not a fan of mullets,
0: so.
1: I agree. Yeah. I don't understand that. He just pulled that mullet off very well.
0: Y'all just not. Y'all don't understand the art of the art.
1: <laughs> it is
0: lost on me. I will admit that.
1: So now we have black hair, J-Hope. Mm-hmm. So think like Dynamite music video mm-hmm. versus brown hair, J-Hope. Like so the one
0: that we just saw?
1: Yes. yes. Or in his like Dior tier outfit, he had
0: brown hair. I'm when I'm talking about the one we just saw in that video where it's curly, long, and the la la palooza hair,
1: okay. That I mean, that's his color, so I guess it's styled differently, but yeah, so black hair versus brown hair, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go brown
0: hair,
2: yeah. That brown, <laughs> he pulls off the brown,
1: like the dark brown, very well. Yeah. Another instance of devoured, yeah. That's his, I think, his, his natural hair color, he pulls yeah. off, yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Okay, so we're gonna do pink hair j-hope so imagine like 2017 mm-hmm. like the South era i think jim and j-hope did pink around the same time
3: mm-hmm.
1: versus orange hair j-hope Ooh. aka blood sweat and tears j-hope that one it's the orange
0: <laughs> it's gonna have to be orange for me yeah i agree yeah,
1: yeah. i agree as well orange okay Next one would be yellow J Hope, so he kind of pulled it off during Butter promotion mm-hmm. versus blue hair J Hope, and I could not find what era he I was. I
0: think that was DNA.
1: No, I think V had
0: yeah. hair and DNA.
1: Yes, I think Sugar had blue hair DNA, or something like that
0: uh i remember v did in the the music video no no i think sugar did i think you're right yeah.
1: Um, i could I not find what song hair. he.
0: i don't know did j-hope ever have blue hair
1: he did because i saw pictures of it but i'm like what era was he blue <laughs>
0: Interesting. So it might have been
1: just like in and out like really quick or something okay um
0: yeah. what was the other color
1: so it's yellow. So butter promotion, yellow J hope mm-hmm. or blue.
0: I'm gonna go with yellow just because I I honestly can't envision
1: the blue. Yeah, yeah. If you Google it, yeah, it's, it's there. there. I just can't remember when he did it.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. and yellow is my favorite color. So
1: i'm gonna go blue because i just did not like the yellow it Wait,
0: okay i see a picture but this is like my all-time favorite hairstyle on any k-pop male idol so i don't know if this counts but it's <laughs> platinum to blue i've taught i might have talked about this before but the platinum top to blue bottom like the tips are blue mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. does that count because he's done that and he looks amazing
1: yeah, he's done blue a couple times. He's done like a dark blue, he's done a light blue. Well,
0: this is platinum at the top and blue at the bottom.
1: Oh, gotcha. It counts. as blue.
0: Yep, then um, yeah, that's a that's an OP. That's that's an OP style right there, friend. That's an automatic <laughs> win. If you debut, if you are trying to be a K-pop idol and you looking for fans, if you debut and you have platinum at the top and blue at the bottom, you got a fan. Okay. <laughs>
1: I'm simple. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm gonna go with blue too, because I just did not like the yellow at all. Let
0: me see yeah.
1: He also did yellow with pink tips.
0: That's interesting. It doesn't look bad either. But yeah, I'll go with the blue because if that counts, then that's what I want.
1: Yeah. Taylor, what did you say?
0: Mm, I'll stick with the yellow. I mean it's not my favorite,
2: but I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I can't. I like looked up the blue, but I yeah I still just can't like see it. So, but, see I remember, like, but I remember, but I remember his blonde hair. Like actually, I actually remember him having it. I guess it's the his yellow hair. The mm-hmm.
0: baby blue uh, picture or hair picture Tay.
2: I was like a couple. There was like there was a couple different shades, but yeah, I don't
1: know. Mm. Okay, last one was DNA slash Warf hormone, J Hope. So red hair.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. versus gray hair he did he did gray a couple times um the one that stuck out to me the most with gray was spring day gray because he had like gray and then like pink. The for pink,
3: pink and
0: all that stuff in it really cute
1: it was like tinsel yeah starting.
0: yeah mm-hmm. the, that spring day hair
1: yeah no i agree yeah me too i love his red but
0: I feel like that's like something that he did a lot more often. Mm -hmm. So I'm desensitized to redheaded J Hope, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: if that makes sense. Mm
1: Yeah. Yeah, red and well, I guess DNA was more of like an orange red. I guess it wasn't fully red. Wharf hormone was like red, red.
0: Yeah. But I mean, they
1: were still similar in shade, I think. But I agree. The gray was just really, really cute. Okay. So last category is phrases. Perfect. So for phrases, I had
2: excuse me. For, so this was him like speaking in English. So he, goes, mm-hmm. so he does a little excuse me. Which a lot of times you hear like in bon <laughs> Or the same with bon Voyage is his importunate business.
3: Oh. <laughs> like no picture, no picture, importunate <laughs> no business. Important business.
0: Yeah, love that. It's the second one for me, just because the first. Excuse me, I think more of Jimin. Yeah, yeah. Uh, J Hope. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Yeah, no,
2: I agree definitely too. It's like the important business.
0: <laughs>
2: you like it came up with that. That was his, can't take pictures. Important business. Hmm. All right, and then the next one I had. So this one, I think it was. It was for both of like within the same interview that they were doing but they're asking like favorite foods and things and uh one of the things was he said i like hamburgers and Sprite, mm-hmm. <laughs> iconic yes or or he said uh kimchi fried rice
1: oh i do remember oh.
0: that too. but it's the and sprite for me right mm-hmm.
1: hamburger and Sprite, <laughs> and Namjun's like we, we have that <laughs> yep <laughs> I have that in Korea. They were just happy to be there,
2: right? <laughs> yes. Um, then the next one was when they were in Bon Voyage, Hawaii, and they were like, "What's your name?" And he goes, "J Dope."
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> that one. Okay. And then,
2: um, or his iconic, "I'm your hope, you're my hope, I'm J Hope."
3: Of, of course. course. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm your hope. You're my hope. I'm too I agree. I agree. Um,
2: and then the next one was uh this one was in the same one too, where it was they were uh going for I think this uh American House of Life and they were on the plane and they were mm. trying to practice English and he says English speaking times
0: Oh, I do remember <laughs> that actually. <laughs>
2: So there's that one. And then in the same one, um, he was talking with Jimin and then he goes, uh, Jimin very no fun. Oh, I,
0: don't that. I feel like all of those turned into, or maybe the very no fun turned into the Jimin, you have no jams. Yeah, then it, yeah, it turned to RM right after that.
2: That, one. <laughs> that, yeah. was, that was the next part of that,
0: yes. <laughs> because without that, we would not have the iconic no jams. Right.
2: Okay, last one I had was, he was on a live stream and he was eating he was eating a strawberry and he goes strawberry berry berry strawberry oh yeah
0: <laughs> versus i hate snake
2: which oh he, they I... were doing a photo shoot and he had to wear a snake and he
1: goes i hate snake it's the snake one really i'm going uh strawberry berry berry yeah I like the berry one too
3: strawberry. yay <laughs> And
1: that was all I had. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right, so that wraps up that segment. If there's a matchup that you want to hear in the future, go ahead and follow our Instagram and Twitter, and let us know.
2: Every episode, we would love to share your hashtag BTS Army stories or answer any questions you may have. For us you can submit these stories via twitter at ppy underscore podcasts or via gmail at bts party party at and co at gmail.com thank you so much for joining us this episode and we'll see you next time Bye, bye bye